0: This is Saturday, November 6th. Now, the Medal of Honor is the highest award that is given for courage and bravery in battle by the United States. A recipient of this esteemed award was once congratulated for deserving this reward for what he did in battle, in combat. In response, the honored man said something very shocking. He said, No one knows what others deserve. In other words, there's so much that happens in battle, so many acts of bravery, that no one knows who is deserving and who is not. Now, in many ways, I think this is true. Now, here is the ending of this section of our text that we've been looking at this week. Colossians 3, 25 to chapter 4, verse 1. Anyone who does wrong will be repaid for their wrongs. There is no favoritism. Masters, provide for your slaves, what is right and fair, because you know that you also have a master in heaven. Now, Paul is writing his letter and addressing the most durable economic engine of the Roman world, slavery. But we have noticed that Paul has made his teaching more than about slaves and masters. He has told us that God is in the picture. Slaves may serve a master, but they are to work as to the Lord. They are not only to work while the eye of their master is on them. No, they are to know that the eye of the Lord is always upon them. The Lord in this sense doesn't watch them. He sees them. The Lord knows their condition. Paul says that you are really serving the Lord in what you are doing. And so he tells both slave and master alike, that while their stations in life are different, some live in higher, some lower stations, there's no favoritism with God. Yes, while it may appear that a master can mistreat a slave, his or her slave, and he can, that master will stand before God to give account. No one is exempt from the judgment of the Lord. Therefore, Paul warns both master and slave not to do wrong. Of course, the wrongs of slavery are breathtaking. They are more than we can fathom. We have only known freedom, so we cannot possibly understand. Remember what the Medal of Honor winner said when congratulated for his heroism? No one knows what people deserve. None of us know for sure. But the Lord knows, and Paul says, "...that makes all the difference in the world." When a supervisor or boss mistreats an employee, the Lord knows. When a business owner is greedy and takes advantage of his or her workers, the Lord knows. When an employee is unfaithful and does not do the work that is being paid for, the Lord knows. Now, today we may not have the fear of God, the sense that we will give account to God for our lives and actions. We may have forgotten this, but the Lord knows. And he has not forgotten us. You see, this was the hope of slaves. They knew there was a greater master in heaven. And this is why all of us should do what is right and fair for others, Paul says. The Lord knows. As I think back to that Medal of Honor winner, I think in so many ways he was right. We know only a fraction of what happens on the battlefield. Think of both the courage and the cowardice that goes unseen in the heat of war. This is also true in our lives. Think of the faithfulness that goes unseen by us and others, yet is all around us in our world. But it also makes us wonder, what might happen if this life in the name of Jesus began to appear all around us? And the way employers treated their employees in the way parents treated their children, and the way husbands and wives loved and served each other, and the way homes and businesses came to reflect the way of Jesus, sacrificial love and service. I think this is what Jesus was getting at when he said, You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand. And he gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. That's Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 to 16. Yes, what Jesus is speaking about is that when people live their lives in his name, others can see God at work in the world. They can know there really is a God and they can see what his kingdom is all about. And in the end, God is glorified. Yes, we can see how Jesus began to turn the world upside down through small groups of believers. This is what happened as the gospel went out across the world. People saw the life of believers and, well, there was nothing like it anywhere. This is how the world came to be reordered and the institutions of the world came to be changed. In the end, even slavery in many places was overcome by the love of Jesus. This continues to be God's way to bring life to the world through him. It makes me wonder, what is Jesus changing in our world right now? What remains to be reordered by the kingdom of God through Jesus as little groups of people live their lives in the name of Jesus? Let's pray. Holy and loving God, kindle in us a vision of your world filled with the knowledge of Jesus as the waters fill the sea. Thank you for sending Jesus for the life of the world. We see such a need for his grace, for his love, for the sacrificial love of Jesus. Cause your people to shine as they live life in the name of Jesus so that the world can see your glory. For we pray in your name. Amen.